thank you, Nicolas, for the invitation and organizing an excellent event for one more year. Uh, I'm uh, very happy and privileged to be here with distinguished professionals from the tourism and hospitality industry, whom I would like directly to introduce. Ms. Olympia Anastasopoulou uh, is Secretary General for Tourism Policy and Development. Uh, she is also an attorney at law and a mediator. Mr. Evstichios Vasilakis, Chairman of uh, Greeks favorite airline, a junior airline, and CEO of Auto Hellas, and Mr. Oriol Pena, a senior director of Hotel Investment Partners, known as HIP, which is the leading investor in leisure hotels in southeastern Europe. Tourism is vital for many economies around the world. It is common ground uh, that tourism boosts the revenues of an economy, creates thousands of jobs, and develops the infrastructures of a country. Obviously, tourism historically was, and still is, a major contributor to the economy of Greece. Greece has a wonderful range of natural, cultural, and heritage resources. But are the sectors enough for differentiation in um, uh, sector of global competitiveness in, at a global level. At this point, it would be better uh, to leave the floor to our panelists who are experts on the field to give us a details inside in those matters, the current situation, the challenges, and the lessons learned, as well as their suggestions and recommendations for enhancement of Greece's competitiveness as a tourist destination. I would like to start with Ms. Anastasopoulou, Ms. Anastasopoulou, how much uh, does tourism contribute to the Greek economy? Yes, hello everybody. Thank you for having me. It is a great honor and privilege to be around you here. And I would like especially to thank Mr. Bornozis for the invitation. Uh, so, I think you've said it all. Greek tourism is the locomotive of the Greek economy. It's the heavy industry, as we like to say. One out of four euros of the country's uh, GDP comes directly or indirectly by tourism economic activity. The tourism ecosystem is the locomotive of the Greek economy and has been a source of uh, optimism or also in the difficult years of the memoranda, while it is now also the vehicle of recovery for the high and continuous development of our country. Based on evaluations of its secondary indirect benefits also to other sectors of the economy, it is estimated that it will generate in 2022 up to 52.89 billion um, euros for the GDP, provided, of course, that no other extraordinary events occur. Now, this sum of uh, 52.89 billion is corresponding to about 28% of the projected GDP of 2022. And uh, it results from a multiplier of 2.65 attributed by economists to tourism. And uh, the estimated increase in travel receipts this year to the level of 20 billion from 18 billion in 2019. These estimates are also shared by major foreign investment banks such as HSBC and Bank of America, with the former upgrading the forecast for Greek growth rate 
this year to 6.5% from 4% previously. Uh, at this point, it is also worth noting that uh, research by Grant Thornton and the Hellenic Chamber of Hotels shows that the benefits of tourism are diffused in 17 sectors of economic activity and nine branches of the Greek economy, including also the primary one. At the same time, in uh, Grant Thornton's survey on investment in hospitality, records an average annual contribution to the country's economy of 1.5 billion, while the amount of annual investment in renovations reaches 1 billion euro. And, uh, of course, the establishment of new accommodation reaches up to 170 million euro. So, last but not least, hospitality is also the first sector in terms of job supply, one out of four jobs in the country. Thank you. Uh, Mr. Pena, um, where sits the attractiveness of Greece as a hospitality hub for both investors and travelers? Well, thanks, Elena, and uh, uh, thanks uh, also for having us here. Um, I mean, I think both, both uh, concepts are, are, are linked to each other. No? At the end, uh, if, the, if the sector is attractive to, to tourists, at some point it will be attractive also to investors. And I think it works the other, the other way around as well. Um, I think we all agree that uh, Greece is already, is already a very, very strong uh, touristic destination uh, for, for Southern Europe. I mean, the, the increase in, uh, in tourist arrivals for the last uh, decade has been of around uh, 70%. And uh, what is more important for us, uh, the resilience of the sector, uh, especially uh, during uh, the last crisis that uh, have uh, hit the, the, the country uh, for the last uh, 12 years has been very, 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 very strong. I mean, above the resilience has been above other, other competitor destinations in Europe. So um, the success factors to, to this have been many. Uh, of course, I mean, uh, the geography, the, 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 the people, uh, the, the climate are very important factors, but uh, for us the most important are three. One of them is that, uh, as Olympia was, was commenting, in the last few years there has been a gradual upgrade of the hospitality uh, sector in the country. I mean, we have seen a lot of uh, hotel renovations, we have seen a lot of international brands also flowing into the country, and we have seen um, a gradual, uh, I would say, upgrade of the whole business model towards uh, more uh, quality and sophistication, I would say. And this has been a, a key success factor. Another, another factor that for us uh, has been very important is the, the, the support of the central administration towards the sector in many different ways. Uh, but uh, I think during the COVID, the government demonstrated, demonstrated great support uh, by uh, promoting, keep promoting and positioning the country abroad. And I really think that thanks to this work from the central administration, uh, country, um, Greece is, is emerging as a, as a stronger uh, destination after, after COVID. And, the, and the, the, third, the third factor for us is um, that there has been also an, an enhancement in general in the country of its infrastructure, but especially relating to, to airlift uh, connectivity. 
And I'm talking here about, uh, I think, the, the entrance of uh, Fraport in 2015 was, uh, was very important, but also the, the continuous growth of uh, Aegean Airlines as the main, uh, the main uh, airline uh, in, in Greece has been also very important. So all these, all these factors, I mean, have not passed uh, unnoticed to many institutional investors such as us, as us uh, to sovereign wealth funds, as we have seen recently, and even to, to private, uh, private equity and, and family offices. And I think this is very, very, very good at the end for the country, uh, for the sector, and in turn, it will be very good for, uh, for tourists as well. Thank you. Uh, Mr. Vasilakis, we heard about growth, we're optimist, but what happens in case of, of uh, recession? Uh, will be Greece more resilient with a potential recession environment? And what are, if so, what are the reasons, please? Well, thank you for having me also. Um, recession is never absolutely safe for, for anybody. We know, of course, that people's income can, can go lower. What we hope for the world, but also for Greece, of course, is that the, the last uh, two years, the customers have spent uh, more money on products and less, uh, have not been able to enjoy experiences of travel. So that is what's keeping travel current. Now, in particular for Greece, I believe it's partially what has been uh, already said. Uh, there is a tremendous um, offering, additional offering of high-quality hospitality product that's emerging in the last few years. Um, Greece, in the middle of the, uh, let's call it the first crisis, meaning pre-COVID, the financial crisis, um, we became cheaper and therefore initially more attractive, but what really gave that, that gave us to do was an opportunity to upgrade the product. Um, so this started, um, I would say, somewhere around 2013, 2014. Um, it, it has worked uh, significantly well. Um, during COVID, um, we were resilient from the point of view of establishing that we were a safe country and a country that prioritized the return of tourism to the country as soon as that was possible and could be well managed. We did manage it well. That increased the level of the brand because um, we had always been known, uh, as uh, Oriol just said, uh, also for South Europe and uh, CSN destination, but we were never thought to be a country that would organize and manage a complicated process well. So this, this helped the brand quite a bit, and this is giving us some resilience. The spreading of the international flags strengthens the distribution. So more uh, brands, if you look at uh, high-quality brands from Four Seasons or, or, or Mandarin, or uh, one and only. These kind of brands did not exist at all in the country until a few years ago. Now they have made initial investments and are planning many more. So this in itself creates a new distribution network um, for us, which is a high quality distribution network. And of course, thank you for the comment for the airlines and the, and the airports and the infrastructure. Um, it's true that this year was a difficult year in terms of operation for airlines all over Europe and for airports all over Europe. And on a relative basis, we had our problems, but we had less problems than most countries in Europe, and this was not also wasted, I hope, in terms of the recognition of customers of what to expect in the country. So for all this, we can be one click more hopeful than others. And also, to be honest, let's look at the U.S. market. We have a very small share. Uh, there's many markets in Europe we've been marketing traditionally, but we have a small share. Increasing by 0.5% our share within that market can help us offset the effect of the recession. Correct. So, Mr. Nasopoulou, what are the challenges for 2023? Um, yes, thank you for the question. Um, 
And I should also add to what Mr. Vasilakis uh, previously said, that the airports in Greece were the only ones in Europe that uh, had an increase in the third semester, along with Iceland and Luxembourg. So I believe this is also a sign of how good work you are doing and we are doing all together. So your question as to the challenges that the tourism industry faces in 2023. Uh, all the travel and tourism professionals said that it was time to leave COVID-19 behind, as it would not be affecting business activity next year. According to the latest uh, WTM industry survey report in, presented in London during the world travel market, only 5% of travel and tourism decision makers pointed that uh, potentially increasing COVID-19 rates would affect their business. Instead, the top concern, um, amounting to 20 to 45% of respondents, was the cost of living, which they said may most likely impact uh, their businesses negatively in 2023. Also, 13% were worried about the price of petrol, the, ra the Russia-Ukraine uh, war, energy prices, and also possible chaos at the airports. The global travel and tourism industry was thriving before the COVID-19 pandemic, recording 10 years of successive continuous growth. After more than two years of challenging trade, uh, trading conditions, it's pleasing to see that the senior buyers, exhibitors, and visitors who took part in our research are showing real optimism that the dark days are over. Obviously, it is still early for predictions regarding 2023, and we are pleased with the success that seems to be prescribed for the Greek uh, tourist market. But however, we are not complacent. The resilience of our tourist ecosystem is at the heart of the national strategy. And although it is impossible to predict where the next crisis is, will come from, it is important to learn from uh, uh, the current period and carry out structural reforms that will address the economic, environmental, and social challenges ahead. So, in short, records are welcome, especially in a very difficult economic and geopolitical context. However, the duration of the success, as well as the wider diffusion of tourist income, requires strategy and policy information. For us, tourism is of national importance. We're working both for the upgrading of the infrastructure and legislative reform, as well as the digitalization of the tourism product and, of course, the upgrading of tourist education in terms both of uh, reskilling and upskilling. Tourism provides income, supports the average Greek family, and uh, at the same time, we have the Tourist for All program that also is, will be enforced until June 2023, which continues to stimulate also the domestic demand and support the accommodation owners in winter. Also, the Greek government announced recently that it will allocate 100 million euros through the Safe Business Program for the energy upgrade of mountain accommodation under 150 beds. And uh, our main objectives for the national policy, tourism policy include uh, also competitiveness, quality, authenticity, resilience, and sustainability. After all, we believe at the Ministry of Tourism that with systematic and collective work, we can see Greece gain an even higher position in the ranking among the popular destinations of global tourism. As you know, we're in the top five uh, global brands 
nowadays, and we seek even higher. Um, as to international research about the traveler of the future, the pandemic has brought a radical transformation in the code of modern values. As a result, a new landscape is emerging in the global tourism scene with a new type of traveler. It is a traveler that seeks authentic experiences. Uh, the, merges, uh, the trend that emerges as absolutely dominant for the coming years is a search also for destinations that offer visitors unique, authentic experiences. The economy of the experience, as it's uh, called, had already appeared dynamically in the international tourist scene and will be the spearhead in the next few years. At the same time as Greek state, we thoroughly examine various megatrends such as over-tourism, the sharing economy, social and demographic changes, emerging destinations, security, and crisis management. In Greece, the traveler can enjoy various experiences in a truly holistic way, inscribed in the body, soul, and mind. One could say that ancient Greek well-being returns as a modern demand of the new era. Thank you, Ms. Anastasopoulou. Um, Mr. Vasilakis, uh, what could be two, three main suggestions for, uh, to policymakers support the development of tourism? And uh, I was wondering also what could be the main tasks that private players should aim to cover? Well, first of all, I'd like to, to make a comment um, about the interaction of tourism with other industries. We, sometimes we tend to get carried away about calling ourselves the heavy industry or the locomotive, whatever. I, I, I agree that we are in many senses, but I also think it's very important to understand that as the tourism product evolves to what we want it to evolve, being around the year, involving second homes, involving thematic activity, involving people living in Greece actually at the same time and living in our cities, it creates similar needs as everything else and it interacts much more with the, the rest of the economy, whether it is construction, whether it is digital, whether it is education. So um, I'd, I'd like to see it more in a more synergistic way rather than a competitive way because in times like um, difficult times, like uh, COVID for instance, you tend to become in competition about who's going to be in support and that um, is never a good thing. It's better to think about things going together with our friends in energy, our friends in construction, our friends in trade, and I think that's how it, it moves along. Now, uh, what was the question that you asked me again because I forgot <laughs> the answer? <laughs> the question it was about uh, if you could suggest uh, ah, yes. uh, to policymakers. Uh, either, yes, so that yeah, thank you. So um, that was one suggestion. Yes. But the other suggestion would be um, we have to find a way to be quicker around uh, building infrastructure in small places. Um, infrastructure that is uh, appropriate and sustainable for the level of tourism, the kind of tourism that they want there. I think the government has to find a way to use the money that's generated locally to create, uh, to make these, prioritize these investments because there are some really high value established and less established destinations that could be better developed that way. But the most important thing the government should do, I think, is uh, use the IRF uh, funds, and this is not solely for tourism, for the reskilling and the up upgrading of the, uh, of the capacity uh, and the knowledge of people within Education. the tourism industry. And it's not just for tourism, it's for everything else as well. But if we want to be able to provide a consistently higher level product, we need consistently better trained, and only trained, also paid people, but 
Paying is the responsibility of the private sector if you can produce a good product. Training is a joint responsibility with the government and there we'd like to see um, a good use of the funds and an efficient use of the funds uh, in cooperation with the private sector. If I may add something to what sure. Mr. Vasilakis just said. Uh, the Ministry of Tourism, we managed to obtain 320 million of the RRF funding. Now, about half of it goes to tourist sports, marinas, upgrading, and of course, 44 million uh, concern exactly education, as Mr. Vasilakis mentioned, upskilling and reskilling, because you know the SMEs are the, the core of the tourism, of the Greek tourism industry. And of course, we invest in special forms of tourism, such as um, wellness, mountain tourism, uh, uh, cultural tourism. So these are part of our national strategy. As we, lead, we seek the prolongment both in space and in time. So we need uh, tourism 365 days a year in the whole of Greece, not just the Greek islands, not just Athens, Thessaloniki, but also Peloponnese also visit northern Greece, come to Epirus. This is the new trend. We seek uh, quality and we seek authenticity, of course, uh, in um, combined with sustainability. Thank you. Thank you. Mr. Pena, please give us the um, uh, hotel investor perspective. What else is yes. needed to enhance Greece's competitiveness? Well, actually, I mean, I agree a lot uh, with uh, what uh, Mr. Vasilaki was commenting. Um, for us, I mean, again, a lot of work has been done, a lot of very good go work has been done, um, but there is still a, a, long, a long path to, to, to be worked. And for us, there are like four main areas where, uh, where uh, the efforts should be, should be focused and the efforts from the uh, public and the private sector as well, uh, both. Um, first one, as uh, Mr. Vasilaki was commenting, is infrastructure in general. I mean... Um, we can talk about many things here. Uh, I think about uh, uh, wa water, uh, water and sewage uh, networks. I'm thinking about uh, public roads. I'm thinking about uh, waste management, uh, and especially in the islands. I think there is, there is a huge need for, for improvement there, especially if we are bringing, if we are bringing more tourists every year. Um, this, is, this is one thing. Uh, the second factor... Uh, would be uh, bureaucracy. Uh, we, we really need to try to speed up things. Uh, there is a lot, again, a lot of work uh, that has been done, but the, there is still uh, a lot of complexity. Uh, it's, a, it's a stopper for, 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 some, for some projects to, take, uh, to become reality, you know, and, and there is a lot of uh, work uh, that uh, needs, needs to be done here. Uh, the third factor is um, energy transition. Uh, I'm not going to extend there because uh, we had a 40-minute 40, 40 panel before, but uh, for us as a company, it's very important that the, that the country uh, moves to our, towards a more uh, sustainable uh, model. And the fourth uh, factor, which is uh, crucial, is uh, the availability of uh, talent. Uh, I mean, there was a lot of talent that, as you know, left the country during the, the, crisis, the crisis years. And uh, it looks like uh, through uh, the incentives from the government, now there is a um, talent uh, coming back. They, they, they are calling it the, the brain gain uh, momentum. But this is very important that uh, we keep building on that because uh, we believe that if we, we attract the, the correct talent uh, from abroad, 
uh, the, the, there will be a multiplying factor uh, in, the, in, the, in the growth of the, the country, especially looking for, for a qualitative, uh, qualitative growth. Okay, uh, so one more question. Uh, what seems to be the outlook in the hospitality sector and what are your plans as a company in the near future? Yeah, well, uh, as, a, as a, I, I mentioned at the beginning, I mean, uh, Greece is a reality as a destination, I mean, and, and for us it has the, the potential to become um, a reference, in the, especially in the high-end uh, sector for tourism and also, as Olympia was commenting, for uh, multi-purpose multi, multi uh, traveling. I mean, we can talk about uh, culture, uh, religion, wellness, uh, medicine. I mean, there are, there are a lot of segments that, that, count, that, that Greece, Greece can, can work very well with. Um, for us, I mean, as a, as a company, uh, we, we landed in Greece uh, three years ago and, and we came to stay. I mean, we set up a team of uh, seven people in, in Athens. We have already refurbished 85% uh, of, our, of our keys in, in, in Greece. And now our, our target is to, is to invest in sustainability. We are trying to get the BREAM uh, certification uh, label in all our hotels um, in order, to, in order to, to be the leader in, uh, in the hospitality sector in terms of uh, sustainability. And then we will, we will try to keep building our model in terms of bringing, bringing international brands or working with the tier one uh, national brands and trying to build a qualitative and sustainable uh, model for the, for the country. That's great. Mr. Vasilakis, uh, what seems to be the outlook in uh, airline capacity investments to Greece for the yeah. next year? Uh, well, uh, uh, as... Um as was said, said before, uh, already this year, actually every uh, area except for Athens and Thessaloniki had already higher uh, air arrivals and higher air capacity than in 2019, uh, which is a European record. Um, uh, actually, you will find many airlines like Lufthansa Group or uh, BA Group or, or low-cost airlines like Ryanair and EasyJet that have significantly higher capacity to Greece already from 2022, even though they have not fully recovered in, in the rest of European operations. And this pattern is continuing next year with Athens and Thessaloniki um, recovering more, um, being the only, two, um, the only two places that were still behind uh, 2019 numbers. So while it's a little bit early to talk about the overall capacity, because a lot of the capacity for the islands is not there yet, What's clear is that um, Athens and Thessaloniki are going to take a step back and they're going to be, especially Athens, I think, um, significantly higher than this year, um, which is great because the hospitality product in Athens in both small, large boutique hotels uh, is, is improving a lot either. We're going to be adding something like um, uh, five uh, aircraft to our fleet net. Um, we will be accepting another 10 new aircraft and we'll be adding about 20 uh, new um, city pairs, so combinations of uh, flights between different places. Um, so we are also um, optimistic about how things will develop, but having said all that, everybody has to retain the flexibility of adjusting to what we see, because the last years have taught us make plans, be aggressive, have a strategy, but also be ready to adjust and keep some money on the side in Cape, things get exciting because they do tend to get exciting once in a while. 
too exciting, if too I may exciting. add. Uh, Ms. Sul, we have run out of time, but I would like a final remark of you, uh, by you. Um, okay. Why should someone invest in Greece in the tourism ecosystem today? Uh, as you all know, over the last uh, three years, Greece has implemented a wide range of reforms and initiatives to create a business-friendly environment. I will be very brief. Eight out of, of ten investments in Greece concern tourism. We recently had the uh, Sun Ecos deal with GIC Singapore Fund amounting to $2.3 billion. Um, we have Recently, I was in Toronto Economic Forum, where uh, Prem Watsa was the keynote speaker and stated very clearly that uh, Greece is the best uh, investment destination in the whole of Europe. So I invite you all uh, to come in Greece to invest. We have uh, an investment-friendly legislative environment, which is very important. We are here to invest also in infrastructure, the RRF funds, uh, are a great aid to this purpose, and we plan to use them in the best possible way. And uh, of course, if I may note, this year uh, the flights from the U.S. started earlier than ever, March 7, from Canada, April 3rd. So next year, let's hope that we start even sooner, and uh, you come here and be part of the next success story, which is the Greek tourism sector story. Thank you very much. Thank you all. And you. for your presence, and especially the distinguished panel for this interesting discussion. Thank you all. Thank you.